Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. Then you had decided that it was time to maybe see what you could spend. Oh yeah, we went into a shop and we asked like, hey, is there a thing that makes it so that Baron's Hammer works all the time? Yeah, you were trying to track down an item that could enable you to be less affected by the planes. And after uh, bouncing around to several different magical shops, someone had said that you might want to check Beetles, Bobs, and Wheezes. Upon walking in, you hear a, Hello! Hello! And you see this elderly gnome kind of sprite from around the corner, and he says, Ah! Customers today! Wonderful, wonderful! Are you interested in possibly doing me a favor? I come from an economy that's almost entirely run on favors, so sure. If you were to do me this favor, I would consider selling this to you for 5000 Whoa. This is going to be a big favor. Not included. Someone remind me what the portal is. Blacksmith shop down the road. Grab a dwarven rot hammer and put it on the top of a barrel behind the shop. Put it on the barrel behind the shop? Correct. Mm-hmm. On the top, not the side, not the bottom, <laughs> on the top. I broke the barrel! <laughs> <laughs> you wait a month. Alright. <laughs> you wait a month. I'm saying, it's a dwarven rot hammer, is it a dwarven blacksmith shop? Uh, I don't know if it's a dwarf that works there. I would like to meet a dwarven blacksmith. Sometimes he looks like a dwarf. It could be his true form. I put this right in the craft that people around this place say that I don't quite understand. (laughs) Fuck it. And go, okay. (laughs) Sure. This is good luck. This all sounds great. I would like to go to this blacksmith and hope that it's a dwarf. I'm certainly down for this. We need that hammer. And one from whatever well, our prime is called. That'd be cool, too. Yeah. Your hammer won't work. Works here. I'll say, look, and I just, like, start flinging it down, no, like, I the, mean, the like, road and no, catching I mean, it. Like, no, I mean, like, as a key. Isn't it a dwarven rod hammer? You know, this brings up an interesting, as we're, <laughs> we're tottering down the street, and I'm just still throwing it up in the air because it's fun to me. And oh, yeah. Way up high. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can see the other side from here. I say... You know, the hammer didn't used to talk, and I didn't used to know it had a name, as I continued to throw it up in the air. If you throw me hard enough, I might land on the street above you. But, oh, well, don't break anything, and I just keep <laughs> I just like the sound it makes me go, And I say, uh, you know, Gromach, I thought made this hammer. Do any, you have no idea who that is. I don't know who that is. And I don't care. I, I, I mean, I would care, but you know. And I say, uh, you know, dear, were you made by Gromach? No. 
Well, the guy sure seemed to take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> he brought me with him. Brought you with him? Brought you with him where? Well, I was made in Gontogrim. Oh. All of a sudden, like, oh. <laughs> it's nice, it's like a Tiffany's. Yeah. <laughs> I say, were you always a hammer? Always. As long as I can remember. <laughs> so you're not a poor, captured <laughs> soul who's <laughs> now forced to do my bidding. <laughs> no, I'm a gift from Morden himself. You know, I met him once. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even in a dream. I mean, a lot of people have the dream. You know what I mean? Bigger quotes. They have the dream where, you know, and if you perceive Moradin's presence, then who am I to say that you didn't actually have it? But, I once talked to him in the form of a giant lava fall. As the hammer comes back, he says, Oh, that's nothing. Wait till you've had a drinking contest with him. <laughs> the thought of that. Yeah. My nipples are so erect. <laughs> <laughs> like tiny little soldiers. You just hear ping ping! Yeah. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Ow! Oh. Hammer flies right past me. And I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hope this I hope this blacksmith is a dwarf, because I have a really interesting idea for a new project. That face in the lava fall, fall almost haunts me. It was so... Dwarvish. Sublime. <laughs> Terrifying and inspiring at the same time. Right. And at the moment, I don't have a good shield. And I've been thinking about the perfect design. And I think that would be the centerpiece. And then at the end, I just sort of chat with him a Wait, little bit. Wait, but we just established that your hammer wasn't made by your orc friend. So your hammer actually probably works. That's the key. <laughs> so we don't even have to go to this blacksmith shop. Baron got I mean, a little lost there. After Everything after... Drinking contest. Well, it, it depends on this place is ridiculous. So it depends on where the comma was in the instruction. It was a, if it was a dwarven wrought hammer of which you could get one at the blacksmith shop, or a dwarven wrought hammer from this blacksmith shop. Mm-hmm. Which do you think it is? I think the sentence was structured entirely differently, and this is a confusion that you brought upon yourself. And we can try it <laughs> if, we, if we're rounding up near the blacksmith all he shop. Said, all he said was just down the street at the blacksmith's shop and the key is a dwarven wrought hammer. Period. So yeah, it's like a capital T, lowercase T. We can still... That dwarven wrought hammer? I mean, hammer? we can still go to the blacksmith. We can still go talk to the blacksmith. Well, I don't have to. If you, if you want, want to try it. Well, while we're talking, we're like, we're walking around the back. I don't really think I set the thing on top of my... Wait, what if it goes away? <laughs> what if it's consumed? Most keys are. Okay. Nope, 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 nope. Most keys are? <laughs> that would have been awful. <laughs> so to the shop we go! Yeah, to the shop we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to put it down. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> you remember what happened last time? Does anyone have the thing? <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah, they get consumed, don't they? Oh, Woo! buddy. That was a close one. would have been a horrible, like, they used to have really cool magic item. What'd you do with that? <laughs> Uh, opened up a game I mean, to the, the It worked. It worked. Aspen was right. <laughs> Surprise! You didn't know my alignment was actually chaotic. <laughs> we were running the plane. Aspen was. Like, ha ha. Yeah, this is this has been Aspen's long con. <laughs> he knows that with the hammer, it's all powerful. So if he gets rid of it now, he can take you down. I also have to process this. Gromok didn't make the hammer. The thing I used to carry around calling Gromok's hammer. Uh-huh. That's so true. Well, it was the hammer that Gromok used. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I always thought he made it for me, though. <laughs> I guess he willed it to me. That's great. Well, it didn't bother me that much. He was still a 
damn fine scholar. Or uh, damn I walk fine. off. <laughs> <laughs> you walk into the front of the shop, and in there you see a um, very, very large bronze-skinned humanoid. And uh, he's hammering away at something. He hammer hits it and it rings, and hits it and it rings, and puts it back in to the furnace, pulls it back out, and hits it some more. Um, I go, <coughs> excuse me! He stops and he looks and he says, Boy! Human height? No, he's taller. Ah. You go, uh, I need a dwarven rot hammer, please. Right. You see, there's a whole stack <laughs> of hammers behind him. He pulls one down, puts it in front of me, he says, Ten gold! Goes I back to hammer it. Drop down ten gold and <laughs> pick up the hammer? Yep. I go, let's go! It's never that easy. <laughs> Did you want to talk to him about a shield? No, I just look at him and I... It's not a dwarf. <laughs> not a dwarf. Oh, like yeah. a dwarf. I look at... And then I very suspiciously look over the hand. I, I pull up my little glasses and uh-huh. I put them on and I'm like, spin it around my hand a little bit. And it's definitely it's definitely a dwarven wrought hammer. It's definitely made by a dwarf. Looking for a maker's mark. It's a utility hammer. It's a tool. Okay. It's a tool, but you know it's definitely a dwarven make. It's acceptable. Oh yeah, did you want to talk about the shield with him or? No, no. I thought he'd be shorter. <laughs> I thought he'd be shorter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, to the portal. I feel dirty talking about the blessed craft. I'll feel dirtier in the soot hall. Yeah, let's go get that soot hall. <laughs> All right. I got a fable drinking contest to pretend to lose. <laughs> well, you make your way around to the back of the shop, and sure enough, there is a uh, barrel of blacksmith shop water. I see. All right, everybody gather in Quen- here. Looks like a quenching barrel. Check this out, you rock. By Morden's great power, transport us to a new realm, and then stick it in the... <laughs> Thaumaturgy to make my eyes glow. <laughs> I summon all the power of the cosmos! Uh, as soon as you do, the water disappears and it begins pulling you in. Whee! You I'm noticing that the barrel is kind of contorting to try and. I grab onto the hammer. On. Yeah, you guys grab on. <laughs> ankle, ankle, ankle. <laughs> grab on. And yeah, it's kind of like a. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You f- again feel this sort of tight sort of pressure as worlds and images and things swirl by you uh, until finally you find yourself falling through the back door of a blacksmith's forge. There's a dwarf there working the foundry. Diagonal. And and, uh, he looks up as you guys uh, stand up and and dust yourselves off, sighs, and uh, points towards the front door. He does not interrupt his work. Uh, you get the sense that uh, this is something that happens quite regularly. <laughs> um, I forgot I did have a meta question. Mm. Um, when do I get to make a new role for Aspen Learning Dwarvish? Well, go ahead. You've definitely been hanging out with the dwarves for a while now. What am I... You just had like a <coughs> 20-minute monologue between Baron and his uh, hammer yeah, right. to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I'd say... Uh, well, two months is 60, so let's say under 75. Excellent. That's something I could probably do. 71. <laughs> <Ooh>. Wow. <laughs> Squeaking in there. All right, yeah. You've picked up enough that you can put Dwarven down. Yes. As a language that you know. Sweet. 
Obviously, you don't know it intimately, but you know enough now that uh, you won't be entirely lost. Good. That's what I was going for. In a conversation. But yeah, he keeps on hammering. Points towards the front door. I take a peek. What's he working on? Nice. Uh, it looks like he is uh, working on a sword. I give a polite hello to Dwarven. He just kind of grunts. Mm. I said, watch those bevelings. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you make your way through the shop and uh, out through the front door. And you find yourself underground. So you immediately feel at home in that regard. Surrounded by Dwarven architecture on what seems to be a main thoroughfare. Dwarves walking back and forth in a whole variety of directions. You see a variety of shops, you see houses. It looks like the cavern is supported by massive pillars that have been hollowed out. It's beautiful. It's so yeah, I'm just in awe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it feels like, yeah, this feels pretty good. This feels like home. Are we in... It's okay. Mount Dwarven? It would appear so. Or at least seems all right. Dwarven. I thought it was going to be much more hellish. <laughs> well, can't all be hell. Yeah. The neutral dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I stop someone walking past. Okay. I go, excuse me. They, they stop and you can see that they've been drinking. Oh! Oh! Fresh off the boat! Hey! Hey! <laughs> where, where are you going? Sutal. Sutal? Uh, th- th- this is Stronggale Hall. Yeah, how do I get to Soot Hall? Uh, it's... And he kind of stumbles back a little <laughs> bit and looks either way. Um, it would be... Uh, we're in uh, Stronggale, all right? Right. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then... Uh, th- that way. And he points to his left. I say, thank you. Yeah, no, no problem. I'm looking around for somebody sober. You're starting to notice that everybody is, it seems to be uh, at least some degree bubbled up. Maybe okay. it's a holiday. I'm going to amend my search then for functional. Okay. You do uh, see someone leaning up against uh, a door frame. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a sign in their hand that says, Guide 15 Gold. It's pricey. That is pricey, but this is a dwarven place. You guys do tend to have pretty high prices for all of your services. Well, quality. Well, quality is yeah. good stuff. We can't help it that the quality is so high compared to others. Well, then I wouldn't complain about the price. I didn't complain. <laughs> but I'm not paying 15 gold. Yeah, no, and I stop ridiculous. off to the guy. <laughs> okay. I go, hey! He goes, ah! Petitioners! Or visiting. Visited. Oh, okay. What you visited? Sutal. Oh, yeah, you're in Strongale. I heard. Yeah, yeah. I can get you to Sutal. Yeah, how? Well, 15 gold. I'd be happy to take you right there. Mm, 10 gold, huh? Uh, 15. Well, 10 sounds good. 15, that's the final offer. I put 15 gold in his hand. He looks at each one individually. Right. Name's Imera Stumpforge. Assuming he's okay with the sigil pieces. Yeah. All right. Right. Suit Hall. Who you'll be seeing at Suit Hall? He says as he kind of walks in the opposite direction that you guys have been pointed at. 
Say we're, we're looking for a dwarf sage. We're looking for a dwarf sage. Is that where the dwarf sages tend to end up? Uh, well, uh, you know, the realm of the modern Brightmantle does happen to have a fairly nice research library. Oh, that sounds great. Can we go there? Yeah, that's, uh, that's Suit Hall. It's the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Suit Hall is the realm of the modern Brightmantle. Well, you're not the quickest, are you? Oh, this place is very confusing. But I bet you're pretty good with the hammer. Oh, I'm a surgeon with this hammer. <laughs> Outstanding. So he walks you a ways down the thoroughfare, and then he turns and heads into a door. And you guys... Pe- peek my head in? Uh, you peek it in, and you notice that it is a tavern. He says... Are we stopping for a quick one? He says, ah, uh, yeah, just a, a wee bit thirsty. All right. I hear that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel highly softened up. And I say, this round's on me. <laughs> he says... Oh, that's that's the way to do it. He orders a he orders a stein, and you get a stein, and, and you get a stein. Gets a stein. You get a stein. <laughs> you get a stein. I feel like Oprah. You get a stein, and you get a stein. All right. Ah, sitting there, he looks at all of you. He says, "How about a drinking match?" Sure. Are we in a hurry? I don't think we're in a hurry. Nah. <laughs> we're home. Yeah. Let's enjoy some of it. I, I take a little sip of what I uh, take a little sniff of what's in my tankard. Dwarven ale. Oh, I know this. Uh, yeah, I take a I take a nice drink. This is right. The uh, rules of the match: the first to finish ten pints and then not fall over wins five gold. That sounds amazing. I say, oh, Morden. You see, he's started drinking. Please let I'm me. With please them. let me show this heathen how to put him under the table, and I cast enhance ability. Okay. <laughs> and I put it on my constitution, so any constitution rolls will be advantage. And I've taken bear's endurance. Okay. Target has advantage on constitution checks. It also gains two d six temporary hit points, which are lost when the spell ends. Right. And then I quickly just start chugging away. That's good because you're slightly behind. Mm-hmm. Z rock and. Oh, Mirror. I got I got that good old spirit in me now. Participating, because okay. somebody's got to get us to Soho. So, Iraq, mm-hmm. Baron, please um, give me a Constitution check. Fourteen. Twenty-six. You're starting to feel a little buzzed. Mm. Baron, you you are just crystal clear, man. Crystal clear. You notice that Mara doesn't seem to be that much faced. He's on pint number seven. Pint number eight. Pint number nine. Okay, here's your final pint. One more check, just for good measure. See if anyone falls over. 16. 15. 15. You're feeling it. You yeah. both are feeling it. But uh, no one falls over, including Mara. And he says, Oh, and he picks up the five gold pieces and he puts them in his pocket. He says, Oh. Let's get going. We'll try again later. And he kind of walks <laughs> well, with a slightly more of a weave, but walks out of the tavern and keeps going the way he was going. About an hour goes by. He walks you down thoroughfares, up and down massive staircases. Some of these staircases look out over what looks to be entire cities. The thing that is so surprising to you is the size of this place. It is just immense. You figure all of Gontelgrim, or all of any any one of the Dwarven strongholds in Faerun, 
could easily fit on just one of these sorts of levels. These levels are massive. You're, like I said, up and down steps and down streets and across thoroughfares and through courtyards and by shops till finally he comes to another tavern and he just kind of wanders in to another tavern. And uh, I, I pat him on the shoulder and I uh-huh. say, friend, and I put five more gold in his... Uh, okay. I said, I'll get the round on this one, but we've got somewhere to be. We might have to come here afterwards. Uh, but I put it in his front shirt pocket. Okay. He sits down and he says, Oh, no one's going anywhere. <laughs> you have to remember, we're all dead. <laughs> I'm going to say, I really do think we should be moving along now. I really would just like to get to Soot Hall so we can finish our business, and then we can drink on leisure. And I cast Suggestion. Okay. Fair enough. He's got to make a wisdom save. Unless he can't be charmed. In which case, he just gets mad at me. Well, what's the save DC? Uh, save DC is 17, I think. Okay. Halfway through his pint, he kind of stops, he puts it down, and he looks at you and he says, Oh, well, all right. Hey, you know the old saying, you can't keep the dead waiting. <laughs> Finishes the rest of the pint, stands up and says, Oh, Marty, I'll be back later. Stumbles out. And again, about another hour goes by as he uh, winds you through streets, up and down steps. We're in a bar crawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind That's of. That's why I thought I'd hurry us along a little bit. <laughs> uh, eventually, after a long trip through winding passages of Dwarven Mountain, he deposits you in front of two large double doors. And above it, it says... Soot Hall. Is it sooty? No. So this is the domain of Dagmar and Brightman. He says, when you get in there, ask for Pyrus Churchip. Pyrus Churchip? Knows just about anything about Soot Hall. Excellent. Thank you very much, my friend. All right. I'll just wait here. Sure. <laughs> kind of hiccups. <laughs> Kind of leans up against the doorpost, slides down it a little bit, catches himself. <laughs> I say, uh... Um, Takes a swig from a flask. <laughs> I say, well, okay, well, if you're going to wait here, and I reach deep into my bag of holding uh-huh. and pull out the small barrel of dwarven ale oh, <laughs> that I've had wow. in there for I don't know how long. <laughs> Lord knows when. <laughs> Aged. But I think things don't age in there. I don't think they go bad. Anyway, there you go. Oh, now that's a true friend. <laughs> Takes out a little knife and pops the cork on the bung. Pops the bung. Pops the (laughs) cork on the bung bung hole. (laughs) Puts it up to his mouth and just kind of starts chugging. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dwarves. (laughs) Is it a door? Let's go talk to this church hit. Yeah, two huge doors. Go up to them and like push them slightly. Okay, you push them open to see uh, a large foyer. Or reception hall, or maybe a main hall of some kind. But you see shelves filled with scrolls and books. You see chairs and tables. It seems to kind of go on and branch out in all kinds of directions. The weird thing is that part of it feels like an enclosed building, but another part of it feels like outdoor, almost like a promenade or, you know, like a palisade. Uh, But you do see an extremely old dwarf 
panting under a load of large books, which he's trying to place on a table that's just a little too high for him. Uh, I cast Mage Hand. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, let me help you with that. And I Mage Hand my Mage Hand over. Okay. Oh, what, what? I didn't say I needed help! Turns and he looks at you. He says, what you doing getting up in another person's business? I'm just trying to help, sir. I didn't want any of your precious books to go a tumbling. He kind of looks over the books. Or a tamblin', I guess I should say. Uh, oh. <laughs> My name's Aspen Tamble, by the way. That's why the joke's funny. He looks over at the books, and he sees that they're up there, and he sees you kind of, you know, you see a, a begrudging smile. Also, this is all in Dwarven. A begrudging smile from underneath the beer, and he says, Well, thank you there, Master Tamble. What can I do for you? Are you a Pyrus Churchip? A Mr. Pyrus Churchip? Aye. Uh, we were told to talk to you because we are looking for a Mr. Zerkuk, who we are told is in residence here doing research. Zerkuk? What was his name? That's right, Zerkuk. That's the name we were told. A, a dwarven sage. Ah, uh, a uh, petitioner. Yes. He died. Yeah, he did. He did yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, he did, right. in fact, die. Uh, when did he? When did he get here? Like yesterday. Oh, uh, recently. Nope. Ain't seen him. Did get a cross trader with an eye patch in here yesterday, about the same time as uh, you're talking about. A cross trader? Yeah. Burke, we got. We sent to Colathus and Casardi. Where he was supposed to have gone in the first place. I suppose it's possible that uh, this Zara Cook fella got misrouted. Misrouted? Erock, what is he talking about? Oh, yes, misrouted. That's where you <clears throat> were sent somewhere where you weren't supposed to, so. But that's not where you wanted to go at the end, so you rerouted to it. So, how do we find out where this guy is? Oh, what you looking for Zara Cook for? We were told he was here. He apparently knows a lot about the planes, and we have a friend who has some questions for him. Oh, well, I suppose you better find him and bring him back then. That's the plan. <laughs> for one thing, he'd probably be pretty grateful just to answer your questions, and for another, who wants to spend the rest of their life on carcery? Car- carcery? Where, where is, where is this? Of course, I guess accidents have a way of happening. Oh, well. Colossus, on carcery. He must have got misrouted with that no-good cross-trader. Okay, I guess we should try and get back to Sigil from here. Do you know how to get back to Sigil from here, sir? Oh, I can take you to the gate we used with the cross-trader. We'll take you right to Colossus. What's a cross-trader? I assume it's a person that got misrouted. What's a cross trader? A thief! Oh! Scoundrel! Oh. Ne'er do well. So a thief. So you can send this. Misdirected up. Our boy, Zarkook. Do you guys listen at all? I. (laughs) No, listen, this is what happened, okay? He didn't show up here, but the thief did. Ah, the cross trader. The cross trader. Crosstrader's supposed to go to Colossus. 
but he came here instead. So perhaps Zeracook, who was supposed to come here, got flipped with the cross trader uh, and now is in charge of this horrible paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, the portal we use goes to Colossus. It's right down the way here. Do I know Colossus and Carthus? Carcery and Colossus is is a plane. Colossus is one of the levels of the plane. Yeah, do, do some of your plane knowledge. If this isn't just another one of those horrific hellscapes. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a hellscape. This is where this thief was supposed to be. Oh yeah. Should we take him there? He already is. He's, he's already, already there. there. Oh, they already <laughs> fixed it. It's also confusing. They fixed half okay. of it. We have and to fix the. At good some half. point, we all have to do some CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> 19. 19. Still not bad. Nah, not bad. I got plus nothing. That's too bad. <laughs> well, you know it to be uh, a plane that is uh, aligned with evil, and that tends to be pretty neutral about law and chaos. Oh, it's the worst evil. Uh, you know that it's also known as Tartarus. It has six layers contained inside each other, similar manner to a Russian doll. And you also know that Colothus is the fourth layer that consists of jagged, unforgiving mountains and sudden chasms with little flat ground to find refuge. That layer happens to be the home of the Titan Cirrus. What's Titan? Titans are kind of like primordial gods. They're they're, they're powers. Uh, Cirrus is the god of weight and measurement. He tends to, you know, have a lot of gravitas. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, did you just put him through the portal? and like then Maybe he would have popped up at disappeared, Or did you have someone usher him in that way? Or Oh, no, we threw his ass right through it. Mm. Probably isn't far on the other side. There's not a lot to hang on to. <laughs> well, we'll just try to see who saw him on the other side, I guess. I suppose that makes sense. Yeah, I run back to the, the door and oh. <laughs> say... Hey, bud, we're done with you. And then shut the door again. <laughs> you see that the uh, barrel is empty. Yeah, good. And that he has slumped down and is sound asleep. Oh. I, just, roll, like I roll him on his side. <laughs> <laughs> I go, well, well, where's this portal? Right follow me. <laughs> and he kind of walks off down this, what he thought was kind of this long hall, but when he... He turns to the left, and he turns to the right, and after making a few turns, you find that it kind of just opens up onto a street. And he walks by a, a few houses, look like residences, until finally he comes... Everyone's hammered? Yeah, most people seem to be at some level of intoxication. Iraq, people have a cultural drinking problem. <laughs> what else are you going to do when you're dead? Well, I, I think that this led them here. Oh, maybe. That's true. <laughs> but it does taste good. Yeah. It was very, yeah. It really took the edge off there for a little bit. I guess based on where we're going, this is probably a better life. This, yeah. <laughs> How are we going to get around in old spiky town? you have fly? Uh, no. Mm. But I could, I could conjure something. Or I could, could transform someone into a flying monster. I was just about to say... <laughs> <laughs> you covertly point at Aspen yeah. <laughs> and I wink I hold my hammer up and like loudly I think it should be him <laughs> the Homer uh, Simpson school of whispering yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah finally he stops in front of a doorway 
and he picks up an uh, iron piton. You see there's a small pile of them in front of the doorway. He picks it up and he throws it at the door, only instead of it hitting the door, you see the door turns into an open gate. Right, in you go! You said there wasn't a lot to hold on to on the other side. Should we be like... Well, it's all, you know, steep mountains and stuff. At least that's what it looks like. And he kind of leans over and he looks through the door. Not a lot of good footing in there. The portal just come out the edge of a sheer cliff face. No, you see, uh, you see what looks like a rope bridge. Oh, how nice. Rope bridge. (laughs) I go put my foot gently on the rope. Okay, as soon as you go to, and you get one foot in, the gate pulls you all the way through. Erock, Aspen? Yeah, I follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, and Amy Trout, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. And until next week, be the hero.